Ladies and gentlemen, I am ready. Go ahead. You're listening to Autoglim 10 Top Tuesday for fans of everything with a roof. Unless I'm very much mistaken, it's Tuesday and it's Tin Tops. It must be Tin Top Tuesday. It most certainly is. Uh, a very good evening to you. This is nice. Haven't done this for way too long. I have to remember what all the buttons do. I think I... Yeah, I think I've got the hang of it. Uh, this is really nice. Uh, and uh, thank you so much to everyone over the last few uh, weeks, uh, maybe even months, who has been said how much they're looking forward to the new series of Auto Glim Tin Top Tuesday. And we're there. This is it. Good evening and welcome uh, would you believe in 2022 this is series 15 astonishing here's another little stat uh, those of you that know me know i like my stats um uh, this is the seventh consecutive year uh, that we have been sponsored by autoglim so therefore about half of the seasons of Autoglim Tin Top Tuesday have been sponsored by Autoglim. And we thank them for that. Thank you so much to uh, to Mark and to Paul and to everybody that helps from Autoglim, uh, making sure we get this little show on the road, which is exactly what we're going to do. To all of our regular listeners, welcome back. Uh, to all of our new listeners, hello. I hope you enjoy uh, a, a, a new experience. I know many of you have been telling me that you listen to it on podcasts. In fact... I've got an email um, exactly about that, so I'll, I'll, I'll read out that email in just a couple of moments. Because uh, the very nature of Autoglim Tin Top Tuesday, it's about touring cars. It happens every Tuesday night following uh, a round of the Quick Fit British Touring Car Championship. I know, I know this, I, I know it was a week and a half ago. I know. And I think that's the only one this year that couldn't be. Uh, the exact weekend after so sorry about that uh, the exact week after so sorry about that I was I was somewhere else last Tuesday I was up in the north of England uh, doing a, a job that's been in the diary for a long time so re really uh, sorry about that but I think for the rest of the year we always follow around at the BTCC so the idea is that we for two hours uh, we play a bit of music and we have a natter about what happened uh, the previous weekend now, we also ask for anyone that went, if you're listening, to send in your pictures of that event. So, Donington Park, a week and a half ago, if you were there, send in your pictures. You do so by email, studio at tintoptuesday.com, studio at tintoptuesday.com. You can join in the chatter on Twitter at tintoptuesday or use the hashtag, uh, sorry, <clears throat> the hashtag tintoptuesday. Um, I think I'm the only one that uses the hashtag, but I like it anyway. Um, uh, and uh, you can chat away and you can chat to us here in the studio, studio at tintoptuesday.com. So you might be wondering who we chat with. Well, we chat to the stars of the Quick Fit British Touring Car Championship, that's for sure. So who have we got on the show tonight? Uh, we've got Adam Morgan on the show this evening from the uh, uh, Car Gods with Sicily Motorsport team. 
uh, had a jolly good weekend at Donington Park. Lays fifth in the championship, does Adam. He's got a rather speedy new teammate as well. Very, very impressive speedy teammate. Uh, who else are we going to talk to? Back in the Quick Fit British Touring Car Championship, I think we're all rather rather pleased about that, that we haven't um, uh, lost him. We've got him back into the championship and a very welcome return for Dan Camish. Although, maybe not the start to the weekend at Donington Park that he was hoping for. We'll speak to Dan tonight as well. Who else have we got on the show tonight? Bobby Thompson. Another driver making a return to the championship. He's going to be on the show tonight. Although, I think he's going to be on a hands-free. I think he's driving tonight. Quite a few drivers busy during the week and coming back from jobs or going to jobs. Uh, And Bobby's going to join us. He'll be in the car. uh, And that's coming up after 9 o'clock this evening. Uh, Now, a lot of you have also been asking, uh, is Tingram uh, going to be on the show this year? Because, of course, Tingram has been a regular feature of this uh, very radio show for quite a while. To such an extent, he bought himself a professional microphone and everything. I know. Really impressive. Uh, Will Tingram be on the show? And a few of you have said, uh, now we have this new super slim Tingram. And we do. He's, he's, He's become a supremely slim athlete over the winter. Um, are we still going to be talking about food? Well, I think so. Did you ever look at his Twitter account? Never stops. Never stops. So I don't know quite how he's done it. Uh, We'll ask him tonight. And any questions that you may have for any of our guests, all you have to do is to email studio at tintoptuesday.com on Twitter at tintoptuesday.com uh, or you can use the hashtag TintopTuesday. By the way, um, uh, this does... Uh, we are going out live. We are live as we speak. Um, but, of course, uh, we uh, provide a recorded version, a podcast version, uh, which will be available uh, on this very website, btcc.net, the official website of the Quick Fit British Touring Car Championship. And uh, the podcast will turn up sometime tomorrow. Should do. Might even be up there tonight. You never know. Matt Jones may be uh, feverishly working tonight to turn it around and get uh, get it up on air. But if not tonight, it will be tomorrow. So to all of you listening on podcast, uh, you can still write in. You can still send us an email because we'll get it before the next show. And we look at all the all the emails. So and and to prove it. I'm going to go back to the email that I mentioned earlier about podcasts, uh, which is from one of our regular, regular listeners. Hello, Kay. Uh, Kay Warren, uh, who said uh, probably about a month ago now. Um, Hi, Alan. I just wanted to say a big, it came completely out of the blue, this. So the season hadn't even started. I got an email from Kay. said, just wanted to say a big thank you for the podcast of the last Tintop Tuesday of 2021. After completing a very busy night shift, I was unable to switch off and needed to get some rest before going back for another night tonight. Listening to your show and all the guests really helped me to switch off and I have now had some rest. Hoping to see you at the media day. Yeah, you see, that was at the start of April and at the media day, I saw Kay and Kay gave me uh, a a bag of treats, which I have to say uh, I thoroughly enjoyed probably before my birthday, which was on Sunday. Uh, But I didn't open the card, Kay, until May the 1st, because you gave very, 
very explicit instructions on the envelope not to open it before May the 1st. So I didn't, I promise. But I did eat everything else uh, before my birthday. <laughs> um, uh, we got loads of emails, of course, that came in after Donington Park. Uh, those that didn't know that we weren't going to do uh, uh, an episode of this show last Tuesday. We were going to do it this week. So we got loads last week. Um, hi, Alan. Uh, this is from Richard Harris. Uh, says, is it too late to wish you a happy new year? No, no. Not until you're halfway through the year. So that's my that's my rule of thumb. End of June, and then it's just uh, no redundant. Um, uh, Richard carries on. Happy new BTCC season. I hope you're well. I'm marshalling this weekend, pre Donington post two at Redgate, and I've just popped up to the media centre this evening to say hello. It sounds like you've not arrived at the circuit yet, so never mind. Perhaps I'll catch you if you're in the paddock during one of your lunchtime breaks. Well. It would be good to meet you in person. Looking forward to listening to the show throughout the season. Take care from Richard Harris. Well, lunch breaks are, are very short and and probably non-existent, Richard. Um, so it, just long enough to shove a packet of crisps down and uh, and, and get back to it. Uh, but at the end of the day, normally I have a chat. had a chat to quite a few of you uh, at, Do- at Donington Park after after Sunday, actually. Uh, I met some... Some very long-term listeners. I was doing the exit from the uh, from the circuit, and I was uh, walking quite speedily. So I overtook someone and I undertook them, and then someone called out my name, and it was the Leatherlands, who are regular listeners to this show, and Ashley would not uh, is not able to <clears throat> to listen tonight live. However, Anne Marie is. So, evening, Anne Marie. It was nice to meet you. And to put a face to an email is a very nice thing to do. So that's really cool. And Anne-Marie, uh, settle in. Two hours of Tin Top Chat here tonight on Auto Glim Tin Top Tuesday. I'll get through a few more of these emails um, and I'm sure we'll have plenty more as the evening goes on. Studio at TinTopTuesday.com. And I'll keep an eye on the time as well because I need to get hold of our first guest for the evening. Ollie Jennings. Hi, Al. Uh, hope all is well. Your end. Can't wait to listen to the show. Uh, not sure I'll be able to listen live as I'm on a late shift, but uh, thought I'd send my thoughts plus a pick of the day award. Although it's from pre-season testing, so not really for this round. That doesn't matter. It can be any any picture. I don't mind. It's just I know that loads of you will have got plenty of pictures from Donington Park. Some of you will have had pictures from Thruxton as well, from the uh, media launch. It's not really so much the media launch, but the launch of the championship year and the and the full test day that we had at Thruxton uh, the previous week. Uh, Ollie continues, uh, three mega competitive races, a qualifying session which was more than exciting, three different winners and plenty of good clean racing with minimal disruption from safety cars. Perfect. As an Accelerate fan, I was delighted to see both Dan and Tom at the front. Particular highlights for me. Uh, but the major talking point and performances for me came from three people. The motor-based mechanics for getting Dan Cam out there after that fire. Um, agreed. And we'll have Dan Cam on the show to talk about that tonight. George Gamble, who was sensational on debut across two races before an unfortunate mistake uh, and and the astounding Adam Morgan who proved that with all this talk of hybrid um, uh, old-fashioned racecraft still delivers 
to get the results he did across three weekends with no boost uh, when all around him had it. Absolutely brilliant. Well, we're going to talk to him uh, about that tonight. We're going to talk to Adam, to Dan and to Bobby as well. And Ollie finishes off on the whole a brilliant weekend. Keep up the wonderful work and uh, and have a brilliant season this year. Thank you, Ollie. Uh, great to have you. Uh, Ollie works in, in the NHS at a children's hospital, so can't always uh, l- listen when we're going out live, but certainly will catch up with the podcast. And I also had a conversation, uh, last one, uh, before we get into the show. Um, I had a conversation on Twitter with Richard Smith, and uh, very many of you have been saying, well, this is quite a year, isn't it? He started in the championship in 1997, and he has declared that this is the final year for Jason Plato in the BTCC. So uh, we need to mark this, mark this year, and we need to get Jason Plato on as a guest. So I thought about this and I thought, you're absolutely right. Uh, And incidentally, Richard has uh, sent a a memory, first memory of marshalling interaction with Jason Plato. I've got the link for that. Uh, The incident back in 2007 was my first interaction with Jason. I'd only joined the Orange Army the season before. have had many interactions with Jason since this incident and believe that the championship uh, will be a duller place when Jason departs at the end of the current season. Well, he's a huge character. He's a mega driver. He's won more races than anyone else. And if it's his last year... Then, although I did ask at media day, I said, yeah, but you might say that. But what if you have a really good year? What if you get to 99 race wins? Hmm. I think he will think about it if if he has a really great year. I think uh, possibly that will be up for consideration. However, I have decided to do uh, a TTT uh, JPS. Uh, so uh, JPS, which will be a Jason Plato special. OK, and we'll do it at some stage this year, uh, probably an extra show uh, because, and apologies for it, we didn't do the Autoglim Top Tuesday live, did we? I had every good intention. I got well down the road of organising it and uh, just ran out of free time, I'm afraid. So really sorry about that. However, we, we can um, we can put an extra one in somewhere and it will be a JPS a Jason Plato special. And I thought it'd be quite a nice idea to get some of his uh, former teammates, uh, some people from teams that he's worked with, uh, just a, 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 and, and JP himself. I've run the idea past him. He loves the idea. So, well, he gave me a thumbs up emoji. So I suppose that means he loves it. Um, and we'll do that at some stage this year. So Jason Plato fans, you will be well catered for this year on Autoglim Tintop Tuesday. Now, send in your images of the week. Uh, Autoglim, uh, as ever they do, uh, will provide something very, very nice indeed if we see a particular beauty of a photo that comes in or an image. I suppose you could have drawn it, couldn't you? Could be a cartoon image of the week. It's all encompassing, and Autoglim will give a give a prize for the one if if we if we are particularly taken with one. It will be Autoglim image of the week here on Autoglim Tin Top Tuesday. Now, what do we do on this show? Play music and we chat to drivers. Here we go.
got down on my knees, grabbed my pen and bowed my head. Tried to summon all that my heart finds true and send it in my letter to you. Springsteen on Autoglim Tintop Tuesday. You see, a music vital part of the show. Might, it may not be uh, your taste in music, but um, uh, we certainly do play a wide variety of music, so enjoy. And the reason, why, why do we play music? Some people ask me, why do we play music? Um, uh, because I do what's known on this show as self-opping. Okay, so, so I'm, I'm running the desk 
and I'm making the calls and I'm doing all that. So in order to get the guest on, I need a couple of minutes when I'm... Sometimes I need more than a couple of minutes. And that's when I ring the wrong number. Isn't it, Adam Morgan? Because that's exactly what I just did. It is. Yeah. <laughs> We've only been over 10 years, Alan. No, no, no. <laughs> I do have to play myself in, you know. The first show of the year, I have to think, oh, yeah, that's what I do there. And Oh, yeah, that's That's, that's how problem. I do it. Now it's all coming back to me now. It's all coming back to me now. Is it, is it the same driving a car? Uh, after, I don't know how long you would not drive a race car for over the winter, but it, d- does it feel a bit rusty when you first get back into a car? And you think, oh, yeah, no, I remember. Yeah, people do say, you know, over the winter, you, you jump back in and you do feel a little bit race rusty. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you soon, you know, it's like that old saying, you know, it's like riding a bike. You know, you do a couple of laps and before you know it, you're sort of back in the swing of it and, you know, start pushing on. But, uh, yeah, there are a few laps when you oh, God, that's caught me out a little bit. Yeah, that. it does, doesn't it? it, it as, as you rightly say, it comes back to you quite quickly, um, but, uh, but it t- takes a little while. It does, yeah, yeah. But like I said, it's... Um, we do it because we love it, and it's that thrill of just sending it round the racetrack. And before you before you know it, you've forgotten about the rustiness and just get your head down and crack on. Yeah, well, uh, I mean, the the result of you getting it wrong slightly more uh, uh, more vital uh, as if I press the wrong button on here and ring the wrong person. Uh, so, <laughs> so, 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 I'm I'm glad you weren't too race rusty. In fact, far from it. You had an absolutely brilliant weekend. In fact, the team had a brilliant weekend, didn't they? It was. It was a, a perfect start to the season, you know, not just, like you said, not just for myself, uh, but for the whole team, you know, including George, you know, and I've got to admit, George absolutely smashed it in his debut weekend, absolutely smashed it. So but it's just nice to have both cars, both BMWs up at the front. You know, I had a fourth, a fifth and a sixth. You know, George got a podium in his second ever race. You know? <laughs> Which is amazing, isn't it? I can't remember the last <laughs> So, you know, he's he's definitely going to be one to watch. And, uh, you know, it's, it's what we've wanted at Sicily, or what I've wanted at, at Sicily for a long time. You know, he's a teammate who is as fast as me or if not faster. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's really, you know, it's really, you know, pumped me up. And I think, right, I, I need to show him how it's done now. So it's really got me fired up. And But on the, on the whole, it's just mega for Sicily. So. I, um, I, 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 I sort of actually get that now. Uh, when when people have said to me in the past, you know, oh no, having a having a really quick teammate, yeah, no, it's a great thing. And I've always thought you don't mean that. You want to be quicker than your teammate at all time. But the idea that it spurs you on, that it pushes you uh, a little further over the course of the weekend, and as a result of that, you both had a great weekend. I totally get that. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, like you said, you know, you do want to beat your teammate. That's that's. Mm. That's, that's rule one in a team. You know, you want to be the fastest driver in the car, in, you know, because they are using the exact same equipment as you. Yeah. More or less got a very similar setup, if not identical. So it's it's like an ego thing. You know, you just want to be the quickest guy in that car on that day. Of course it is, yeah. Um, you know, and I think over the last couple of years, you know, maybe I've sort of, you know, I've always gone out there and given it everything, given it 110%. Uh, but maybe, you know, just because i have been the quicker one i've not had to sort of push myself as hard yes it's hard to say because i do push myself but you know now i've really had that kick up the arse just to say right 
come on, get on with it now. Yeah, no, I I, I completely get that, and it it, it makes really good sense. And and the, the the great thing was that you were a great sportsman about it. Um, when I asked you about it on Saturday after qualifying, and things had gone so well for George and not so well for you, um, very sporting towards your teammate. You just decided that you were going to get him lots of pizza that night to weigh him down on the Sunday. I think that's great. It got to slow him down. I didn't want to be, <laughs> want to be beaten on the first one. So, uh, yeah, no, it's either, either feed him up with loads of pizza or just spread laxative on his cereal. One of the, one of the two. Oh, oh, the legacy of the legacy of Sicily racing goes on, even though Norman Burgess has now gone, uh, which is incredible. Which brings me on to what I was going to ask, because... Uh, it's the first time since you've um, uh, competed in the BTCC for a very, very long time um, that you've been in the team without Norman Burgess, a, a huge uh, figure within the within the team, and you had a, gr- a great have a great relationship with him, um, uh, and and it was sort of a, a step into the unknown. Yeah, it was. I mean, we we knew Norm was leaving probably halfway through uh, last year, so you know. I mean, Norm's been one of my best mates for for God knows, you know, like last eight years. So he's still on the phone to me every other day. You know, we have a laugh, have a catch up. Uh, he was there at the weekend, but yeah, bit of a bit of a change. It was a lot quieter in the truck, <laughs> for sure. It was uh, a lot less swearing, a lot less uh, aggressiveness. <laughs> um, no, but you know, it's it's funny because we've 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 now got Ash Gallagher who as his um, his replacement. So Ash was just grinning from ear to ear because the, the first time normally is we have Sicily as one of the best weekends of the year. I did, had. I, did, I did wonder about that. I did wonder if, if Ash was going to put out the press release that it was the Ash factor. <laughs> he, uh, he couldn't wait to ring Norm up and just said, you watch, <laughs> were you watching? Were you watching? <laughs> it's great. Ash Gallagher, of course, was the, uh, the guy that was running the sporting side of Janetta for uh, very successfully for uh, many many years so so you've known ash for a long time i guess he's just been able to slot in quite easily yeah 100 percent. ash was there when i when i won the championship in 2011 so i've known ash for for years and you know who who better to fill in or who better to who knows the motorsport industry and and that side than the guy who's been running the championship for you know for 10 years so he's he's fitting really well He's um, he's basically one of us already, and and he's doing a great job. He's got the right accent as well, hasn't he? He does. We can all understand each other. (laughs) Very good. Um, Every year, I think we all do this. Uh, Certainly if we're fans of the the championship, we're watching. I don't know what it's like for a driver, but um, we try and second guess what's going to happen, particularly before the the first weekend of the year. What had been your predictions, first of all, for, for you and for your team? Did it exceed expectations for the opening meeting? Um... I think it did, to be honest. Mm. Not, you know, um, especially to have both cars up there. You know, we knew George was quick from the from the first test he did with us. You know, he was quick straight out of the box, so we knew we had two quick cars. But I think to get the results we did, you know, was, was just a mega weekend. And uh, you know, we've put a lot of work in over the winter uh, on setup and you know developing the car. We spent a lot of time down at uh, Multimatic. Um, developing springs and damping and stuff like that so we knew we had a good car underneath us and testing had gone really well but yeah Donington was was a mega weekend and um, hopefully 
you know, and I don't see why not. We can't continue on with the form we've got. Well, it would be absolutely brilliant if it did. Was was uh, last year the the first year with the the new cars for the team with the BMWs? Um, did it a little bit underwhelm you as far as your expectations had gone for your first year with 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 that car? Um, the last half of the season did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, you know, I think we at halfway through the season, I think we were. F- I was fifth in the championship, mm. and at that point, if you say you had like a, a a curve of progression, you know, I think we we were well ahead of that curve at the time, and you know we you know we'd ask, we had we had two wins, yeah, the reverse grid wins, but you know we still had two wins and a brand win, <laughs> exactly, a wins a win, and um, yeah, no, I think we were up there but the last half of the season for us it, it just fell apart, yeah, you know, it was just a d- disappointment after disappointment, wasn't it? Yeah, just you know, I didn't score a point for no. was it ten rounds in a, ten races in a row? Was it? Was it so really? It's plummeted down the down the order, but you know, it's uh, that story in car racing, and you know, you just got to grit your teeth and get through that when it's like that, and just you know, know you know in yourself you can do it. You're just going for a bit of a rough patch. And and is it now a car that you're very happy to drive? Yeah, we like I said, we we spent these 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 couple of days, few days down at Multimatic, and we put what we learnt on down there on the car. And I think we went to Snetterton for our first test, and straight away I was like, "God, this car is so much more drivable." Is it really? Uh, yeah, wow. It was quite a lot, not quite twitchy last year, and it was quite quite nervous through the high speed stuff. Uh, but this year now, it's given me so much more confidence, you know. In, in, but in all aspects as well, you know, from the braking. Uh, the turning, the rear's calmer. So it's just, you know, I feel like I'm on top of the car. And yeah, it's, it's, brilliant it's, it's just to go out and just, just push, you know, straight away. It's quite a family affair for you now, isn't it? It is, yeah. Over the is. course of a race weekend. It's 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 busy, yeah. It's it's pretty full on. <laughs> so, um, it's pretty full on. Yeah, a life is full on. I, w- I would imagine um, as as a dad uh, and as a, 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 a BTCC driver as well. When I was talking, Adam, about the uh, about the expectations, how far down the road of trying to second guess who the other good performers are going to be? Do you go? Um, in as much as, do you worry about that? Do you think about that? Do you think? Oh, I think. Um, uh, Team BMW are going to be the ones to beat this weekend, and, and uh, Ash Sutton in the in the uh, in the focus, and, and Dan Camish alongside. Uh, do you think too much about that? Do you try and predict it or not? No, no, I don't think so. I think you know what we've learned from race one is I think West Surrey have got a very good race car. Um, I think Tom Ingram is going to be very quick. You know the 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 weight that everyone's had to carry. You know every car is seventy kg heavier. And, you know, Tom had that car last year running at, you know, 50, 60 kilos heavier than most front-wheel drive cars. So yeah. he's he's developed that car to run at that weight, which I think is why his race pace at Donington was was so impressive. So he's going to be one to watch. Um, but it's a use, you know, it's the usual names, you know, and it's this this, this championship is so unpredictable, hmm. um, which makes which makes it so exciting. But you know, Josh Cook's going to be up there. You know, Ash did a great job, and you know, back in front wheel drive. So the usual names, but I, I do think you know the championship now. There's you know, there's there's so many drivers who are all capable of winning. You know, it's so close. So you just have to look at qualifying and just look at the times that 
you know, it's 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 hundreds and tenths of seconds. You I was going to say. Um, I mean, it could it could be at least half and maybe more of the field are potential. You know, stick a pin in the page. Yep, they could win a race. Yep, they could win more than one. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, and all you have to do is just you know go into qualifying and you, you you do a track limits and have your lap taken away from you. And instead of being in the top six, for example, you, you yeah. you're eight. You know, it's it's that close. So it's a really you good really point. Have everything come together for you on every weekend, and just make sure there's no mistakes. Just stay focused and just and just pull it out. You you would have loved it at uh, Brands Hatch at the weekend, Adam. I think all the touring car drivers would have loved it uh, because I I don't think that the rules for the GT World Challenge Europe, uh, as far as track limits, are quite the same as we might enforce for the for the BTCC. They were using a good deal of gr- of, of green green bits of tarmac on the outside on the on the outside which i think touring car drivers would would give their right arm for wouldn't they yeah well we i, I watched a bit of that actually did you uh, and, yeah and did you did you notice the same thing i did notice yeah and mm. i was also keeping an eye on because i know brands Hatch had a quite a bit of uh new tarmac put That's down right. as well yeah, yeah so i was looking at you know being a nerd i was looking at um how that has that affected any curbs you know can you use more curb more runoff um stuff like that so i think the new tarmac is going to make it faster for us all um but yeah you know touring car drivers if you give us an inch uh we will take it <laughs> i take and more i i always love it uh, one of the one of the questions that came up before the race weekend uh got underway um and uh, I, I, the driver who asked the question will remain nameless but said what would happen if i pressed my hybrid boost button by mistake and, and I thought, yeah, right, okay. Um, I'm I'm sure they've thought of that. I'm sure they've thought of everything. <laughs> well, I've got to admit, it's it is tough at times because you know you sometimes you're coming out of these corners in third gear. You're on the limit, especially in, in well, especially in a rear wheel drive car as well. You, you're putting your foot down and you're getting a bit of oversteer, and the car's having a bit of a snap. So you're trying to. Sometimes you know, press the button or you know, and catch the wheel, and oh, you know, it's, it's all arms and legs everywhere. And I think it's it is possible sometimes to. And also, last year, my radio button was where my hybrid button is. Oh, so right. I'm going to press the what I think is the radio. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. I'm deploying, and I'm oh, yeah. done that. Again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a massive sticker or something right across it to. Oh. Uh, I know how difficult it is. I mean, I, I, on a number of occasions, I've I've put the I've put the windscreen wipers on as I'm going round a roundabout. It's a very tricky operation. <laughs> well, I I nearly opened the door when I jumped into the BMW <laughs> instead of pulling the gear stick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and of course, you you've driven Mercedes road cars, so when you go for the windscreen wipers, you're actually putting it into drive um so, yeah. So that's, yeah it's it's all different it's all very new something else to get used to um adam thank you ever so much for joining us here on the on the first autoglim tin top tuesday of the year have you missed um uh, bedtime for the uh for i have you know i can actually hear them above me now screaming yeah so, we, we could hear something yeah i'm just gonna sit down here for a little bit longer and pretend that you're still on the radio Yes, and just listen to you. Yeah, and, and turn so, it up loud so it sounds like we're talking to each other. I'll go up in about an hour and say, I've waffled on a bit and, <laughs> <laughs> so I can miss it all. Do you, do you uh, just want to tell tell everybody about uh, about the Morgan family now, just very quickly? So, yeah, so we've now well, we've got two, uh, Freddie, who's two. Yep, uh, um, we remember Freddie. 
Harry and Heidi, who are six weeks old tomorrow. So, um, yeah, sleep has been a bit short recently. <laughs> <laughs> so we say. But, no, it is amazing. They're, uh, they're doing really well. Um, Heidi, actually, n- not to bore everyone, but Heidi the other night went eight hours. Wow. Uh, which was amazing, but unfortunately, the other one was up every two, so that ruined the entire thing. Oh, naughty Harry. Oh, yeah, that was a bit selfish. He spoiled everything, didn't he? (laughs) Heidi sounds like my favourite already. I know you're not meant to have favourites, but... uh, She's my favourite, there's no question. (laughs) Well, after eight hours, Kip, yeah, I should say so. Adam, thank you ever so much. Uh, Really appreciate it. Well done on the opening weekend. Uh, We're going to get George on on the next show, maybe, to have have a chat to him about his his debut in the BTCC. But absolutely brilliant work at at Donington Park, and thanks so much, uh, as ever, for being a friend of the show and having a chat to us tonight thank you alan and happy birthday for sunday's <laughs> very, very kind of you adam thank you mate <laughs> and uh, and see see you in a week and a half's time cheers alan see you later there we go adam morgan uh, from the uh, car gods with sicily motorsport team here on autoglim tintop tuesday currently lying fifth in the drivers championship and uh, george gamble lying ninth his teammate lying ninth in the championship after the opening weekend of the year now you can get in touch with us dave cox has done that uh, good afternoon mr hyde because uh, that's when he sent the email in the afternoon uh, good to see the btcc back on track with the new hybrid area era uh, firstly, I'd like to congratulate the marshals for helping get the fire out on uh, on the Dan Cam Focus. Uh, that could have been a lot more serious. And on a positive note, Dan was unharmed as well. Well done to the team uh, to get it back on track for the race day. Secondly, wow, what a great day of racing we were treated to. Race one was amazing. No bias. I'm a Tingram fan, maybe a little. Uh, it was good to see Michael Crease and Bobby Thompson back in the in the series as well, uh, along with regular faces. Uh, the, uh, the biggest nice surprise to me were the Sicily team. Uh, absolutely stellar job. Uh, this year could end up being closer than 2019. Best thing about the weekend uh, was was back and the Jeff Army uh, with the Jeff Army and we decorated Joanne Campbell's scooter as the path and ride. <laughs> See you at Brands uh, and that's from Dave. Uh, great to have you listening, Dave. Thank you very much indeed. One of our regular uh, listeners here on Autoglim Tintop Tuesday. Part of a big uh, group of fans that uh, pretty much go to every meeting for the BTCC uh, called the Jeff Army. If you don't know already, uh, we get plenty of emails from many members of the Jeff Army uh, and we'll have your email as well please uh, loads of your pictures coming in uh, all on email studio at tintoptuesday.com now uh, Dave Cox was mentioning uh, Dan Camish and his return to the championship Dan is coming up next Send your heart, send your poor. 
A very good evening to you. Auto Gleam Tin Top Tuesday. Uh, you see, I'm having trouble with Skype tonight. I am. Uh, uh, so, so unfortunately, we, we have Dan Camish, but we have Dan Camish on a phone line. I'm very sorry about that, Dan. I'm, I'm having trouble. You're the second one that I couldn't quite get to on. Uh, you see, the trouble is there's a lot of people that pretend to be other people, isn't there? What when it comes to when it comes to being on the Skype on Skype? Yeah, yeah. You know what? It's something that I, I, don't, I don't use much of it, Alan. No. I think I think the only time I use it is when you want to yeah, talk to me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and, and, and for that reason, because people don't use it, it's always been really good for me um, because yeah, it, you know. it, it's not all clogged up with with other conversations and whatnot. But this this program oh, so far, it's not gone awfully well. It's not gone uh, very well. well, so I'm I'm sorry about that. But we've got you no, on. No we've got you on the phone line anyway, uh, which is really cool news because, um, well, first of all, and most importantly, welcome back to the championship. Great to have you back. Oh yeah, thank you very much. Great to be back. Um, yeah, you know, taking a year out last year to go back to, uh, you know, the Porsche Championship, and and yeah, ultimately to come back into it again this year. Um, you know, I'd like to say it all it all worked out. You know, it was a bit of a shock when I found out I wasn't going to be in, you know, in 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 the, the championship last year. Um, it was all a bit last minute. Obviously, it was, it was disappointing, but twelve months on, it's gone very quickly, and um, yeah, back again. So, can't complain. Um, how vastly different is uh, a Porsche Carrera Cup um, a car from a front-wheel drive BTCC Ford Focus? Oh, you couldn't get more different, could you? Really? You got... <laughs> I was going to say maybe maybe a, re- a motorbike. <laughs> yeah, a rear-engined rear-wheel drive. Yeah. Um, Porsche to a front-engine front-wheel drive Honda. Um, yeah, Ford Focus. So they are very different. Um, it's a funny one. When I went back to do the Porsches, I was actually what shocked me most was how fast they are. Um, I kind of I'd forgotten a little mm. bit just how fast the Porsche is as, as yeah. a car. You know, expect you know, and, and the new one even more so. Um, but you go to somewhere like Snetterton, which is you know probably our longest circuit that we that we race on, and yeah. you're getting on sort of six to seven seconds a lap. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, you go you go a long way in six seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I should. I should. I should uh, say. Well, I always I always notice it uh, standing trackside when when mm. the, when the uh, and particularly. Um, I notice it because I feel so close to it. If I if I stand on the pit wall at Brands Hatch as cars are going mm. down into into Paddock Hill Bend, um, they are astonishingly quick. I, I mean, they are. <laughs> they, they are, they are um, uh, yeah, really really quite brutally quick. And I remember, yeah, I, I, I remember years ago when when I used to go karting. I used to turn up at kart circuit. My favourite thing to do with karting was not racing, but to go on a test day. Because uh, then I could do some laps, and then uh, if I was tired, I could come in and you know have a drink of water and go back, go back out and do it again. And I used to turn up in the morning, and and look at the carts going around the circuit and think I could never go that quick. They're amazing. And then of course, once you're out on the circuit, you do. And and yeah. I, and I, yeah. I guess that was the the same for you when you got back into the Porsche. That well, I'm I must have done this before. I've won championships. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's definitely in there, um, but you, you're you're right in what you're saying. I mean, it is a they are very fast cars, brutally fast actually. I mean, they're they're basically the same speed in a straight line anyway, if not a bit quicker than sort of a full fat sort of GT three car. Yeah. Um, so they are a fast car. Um, I mean, the, the, you know, different in a way to a touring car. The touring car never feels overly quick, but it does stop well and it, they can mm. handle well, you know, from time to time. But um, yeah, they never feel like they're sort of 
shoving you back in the seat like the Porsche does. Um, when I first my first test day at Brands, I literally thought someone had shrunk the circuit over the winter. Um, <laughs> I, I seem I seem to got I got to the next corner much quicker than I remembered. What a feeling! Um, Goodness. Yeah, but but yeah. So um, but no, the, the touring car certainly is um, you know a car I certainly enjoy driving. Ah, uh, well, is it, uh, and, and you've joined with a brilliant team that have a great car. You've got a a, a great teammate. So. Um, you know, after, as you say, after the disappointment of not staying with the top team last year, um, uh, you just had to wait 12 months. Be patient. You got one outing, didn't you, in a touring car last year? Um, and, and now you're back with another top team. Yeah, absolutely. I did. I did have that one outing and that was, um, you know, really enjoyable. Um, Steve Dudman and, and BTC were, were um, you know, were, were great. And, and to give me a, uh, sort of a call last minute to, to do the Fruxton opener and, and to be honest, it was kind of a no-brainer because if there's one place you'd want to drive a Honda, it'd be Fruxton. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if there's one race you want to do, it was the first one. Yeah. Because um, yeah. even though I hadn't done any of the testing, I was as race, you know, in terms of racing, I was as rusty as the next guy because we, you know, I got out of it, um, you know, the year of end, you know, the end of Brands Hatch uh, GP the year before, like everyone else did. Yeah. So it's not like I've missed any track time in terms of racing. So. It was a really good one to do, and I did consider actually sort of staying with them. But I'd already made commitments to uh, to Simon at Redline and my Porsche team, and um, it just felt like the right thing seeing it through. And thankfully, what could have been a, a season that anything, you know, I have no idea when I started. I knew I'd be competitive, but you can never guarantee success. But to go on and win was 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 fantastic, and, and yeah. <laughs> Sort of fired myself back in in a you know the, in a top team, so yeah, all all worked out well. It, it has worked out well. Um, unfortunately, the weekend didn't pan out quite as you'd hoped at the start of uh, <laughs> the start of the weekend. Um, no, a fire is probably the the most scary thing for uh, not just a driver but for um uh, but for marshals for spectators for for anyone watching a, a, a fire is not uh, is is not something to in, in enjoy in any way at all um you don't really have time to think do you when 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 you see licks of flame when you feel the the cockpit getting warm you've got mere seconds haven't you yeah yeah it's, it's you're right it, it's it's a funny one that because of all of all the of all the the ways I thought my weekend could go, that did not. That did not <laughs> it didn't <go>. feature. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I thought of every permutation apart from that one. Yeah, um, no, I get that. Yeah, it's it's, it's yeah, you know I did think long and hard about what what could I have done more or and the truth is when I'm actually on the video um, which you've probably seen um, mm. when I'm when I'm moving at speed and I first realise that it's on fire. Um, I think because you are moving at speed and therefore the, the, the sort of the, the air and the wind is blowing the flames away. Yeah, it doesn't look that dramatic. And at that time, I actually had I had chance, and I was you know consciously thinking, right, where do I? Where's the marshal? I need to park this as close as I can. So, but as the speed comes down, that's when the flames start to pick up. Yes. And once I come to yeah. a stop, it really engulfs it then, um, and that's when like the port, the, the smoke would sort of punch through any hole and. Suddenly, that, that that's when the sort of the panic of oh god, I just need to get out now. Um, so, I, I, looking back, you know, of course, I, I wish I could. You know, I think part of my issue was that I didn't turn the car off because um, if I turned it off, we might have had more of a chance in right, terms of. Right. I, think, I think I think similar amount of damage would have been done. It still would have been a lot to recover. Like, yeah. like you know, the guys did a great job, but ultimately, turning the car off might have helped. 
Right. Um, but the thing is, everyone I spoke to said, you know, it's, it's all right saying that now, isn't it? But when you're sat in it, you don't really have the clarity to think, you know what I'll do? I'll just look for that switch quickly as well. It's, <laughs> it's, it's when, true. All, all the training in the world doesn't train you for a, a, a moment of emergency like that, really, does it? No, it doesn't. And, you know, it's like you say, we, we all get taught, you know, do this, that and the other. But till you're actually sat in it and you yeah. can't see out the screen for flames. Yeah. Yeah. and smoke's bellowing in you kind of like i just need to get out of here a terrifying uh, feeling yeah yeah it wasn't nice actually no. and then having to always have to sit there and, and unfortunately this the marshal did an amazing job but you know it was a fuel fire and it, it didn't want to go out in a hurry so you're literally just mm. watching your day go up in smoke mm. uh, and there's not much you can do about it so but you know part of a great team and, and motorbase did an amazing job to get me back out the next day so um yeah credit to them adrenaline is an incredible thing isn't it because i spoke to you probably 20 maybe 25 minutes after the fire no about 20 minutes after the fire and i did notice i mean you were very calm very professional the way you were talking but i did notice that your hands were still shaking that's that's the adrenaline still pumping around the body isn't it to, to you know the the fight or flight thing yeah i guess so and then the, the thing is it went up on a you know that was a qualifying lap as it was i'd already kind mm. of you know, committed myself to being flat down. You flat were already down pumping, yeah. yeah. I, was, I was I was on a flying qualifying session, so my heart's already going, um, you know, through the roof sort of thing. Um, the adrenaline's pumping anyway from driving the racing car yeah. that quickly. But to be on, to be on fire as well, um, probably just tipped me over the edge. Oh, goodness <laughs> me, I'm, I'm really not surprised. Well, it was, uh, it was good news all round. Uh, apart from the fact that the car was terribly damaged, you were fine, and, and that was the, the most important thing. The marshals did get the get the fire out and instantly the team had dispatched a, a a car or a van back down to headquarters to to get some parts to bring back up and to rebuild the car which was uh, done by about i think half past three in the in the in, in the morning what an exceptional yep. what an exceptional way to join a team eh? i know i know it was an amazing effort by by the boys and you know it's, it's being part of a team's always it's great when everything's going well but yep. it's when it's when you know when times get tough, you sort of see what it's of. And, yeah, there's some fantastic, um, you know, stories and, and teams up and down the pit lane. But, yeah, what Motorbase did that, that night, you know, everyone rallied together. And um, to get the car, you know, it was quite badly damaged when, when we got it back. So, yeah, epic work by them. And it's difficult, you know, as a, as a driver, unfortunately, there's not much I can do. And, you know, you've no. got the you make a few rounds of tea and then come 10 o'clock, the, the boys are like, Dan, you need to go to bed because... All this, if you if you don't drive it fast enough tomorrow, then we might as well stop now. You know. Yeah, um, of course. Yeah. Weird. That was kind of a weird thing from from my side, having to sort of, you know, that they're going to be up for many hours yet to come, and they're telling you to get yourself off and have a nice have a nice night. Did did um, you did did you sleep that night? Um, well, it's Donington, isn't it? So mainly, mainly listen to the air, um, <laughs> the airplane landing. Yeah. To be honest, I, you see, I had many years of that, and I, 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 for a couple of years, I had a motorhome, uh, which I elected not to take. After taking it once to um, to Donington, I decided to 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 revert to my travel lodge plan A, um, mm. and I stay in a travel lodge, but quite a way away from the circuit because um, it can be quite distracting during during a night. Can't oh, it? It's it's incredible, actually. I mean. You don't, you don't realise so much in the day because you're busy and, you know, mm. the engines are running and X, Y and Z. And then 
you know, once you finally sort of get into the RV on a night and turn the light out, you, you honestly think that one of them planes is coming straight in through the, it, it, through the window. It does feel like that, doesn't it? Yeah. It, the noise and the whole thing shakes. So, um, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah maybe, maybe next year I won't be uh, having an RV. It <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, I told myself that I was only going to have my, my motorhome to aid with the sort of uh, the COVID adjusted time so i was really strong this year and I, although i liked it i liked having it um i i sold it at the start of this year and at donnington park i'm quite pleased about that <laughs> it's great it's quite a good thing to be in a travel lodge yeah. quite a few miles down the m1 um yeah. now as as far as the the repair was concerned presumably um when you turned up at the circuit on sunday morning you you weren't did you know that the car was all absolutely fine and tickety boo, and you've got a normal race day ahead of you, albeit from the from the back of the grid? Um, yeah, yeah. You know the, the guys that um, you know, like I said, they put in a, a big effort, but but we we knew that we could get it. We, we would get it out. Um, you know that was never really in doubt. You know the, the guy said to me, "It's not an option. You know, not getting it out. We yeah. will be out there." The only the only thing was is that you know quite a lot of the componentry was brand new. Um, so I think the engine had run on the dyno, but only briefly. Brand new clutch, you know, uh, brand new wiring loom. Wow. All all kinds of bit on bits under the bonnet were were fresh out of the packet. So. Um, we had to ensure, you know, we, we 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 couldn't risk going into race one with everything kind of a hundred percent, you know. Mm-hmm. We, so we turned we turned everything down a little bit um, and sort of built our way into the day really because well, the last thing we wanted was another failure. Um, so we got race one out of the way and everything was absolutely fine. And then from race two and three, um, the car was sort of brought back up to the same spec as what what Ashes was. So. Um, yeah, all all, all good. Um, I don't think you could even you could even tell really on the race day that it even had had the damage. <laughs> it uh, was quite incredible, really. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You, you wouldn't know. No, you wouldn't. New windscreen sticker set. You know, the, the, the pretty much everything. I think there was a little bit of bubbling on the front wing if you looked very closely. But oh, other than that, I didn't notice that. <laughs> I think the next time you see it, you won't notice at all because it's already been sort of back into paint and had the little bits touched up, even under, in the box. In under the bonnet, where you where you know you won't see anyway, but even to that level, um, has been done now. So it's the thing. It's, it, good it, new. it's the it's the thing, Dan. That always um, just uh, I'm open mouthed about uh, uh, what the teams do. You imagine if you had that level of damage to a road car. You imagine how long <laughs> you'd you'd yeah. be without your car, and in fact, whether you'd ever see the car again. You know whether. No, don't think you would be seeing it again. You wouldn't, would um, you? No, no. It was no. It was, it was it was quite a mess under the bonnet, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. But um, yeah, guys did a great job, um, and, and thankfully, you know, we carry a lot of the spare a lot of the spare parts. But yeah, quick thinking. Um, guys jumped in the van, got down the motorway. Amazing, and yeah. The bay, I think a few people even from the moment they saw it were already kind of mobilising because they knew that they were about the phones were about to ring. So. Um, <laughs> It was all all hands on deck, and you did manage to get some points. You got some points in race three, didn't you? Just by the skin yeah. of my teeth, I yeah. Think end up. Yeah, it was um, uh, tough, really, coming from the back every race. Mm. I um, uh, I got to seventeenth for twenty eighth, seventeenth in race one, which wasn't bad. Maybe not as far as I'd like to have got, but I, that was about it. And then. Race two was the real shame because I got to 11th and had a puncture. Well, uh, not a puncture, actually, uh, a delamination. 
so the actual tread came away from the tyre surface. Mm. Uh, I wasn't the only one to suffer that. Um, Ada suffered the same thing in race three, and yeah. I believe Ollie Jackson had a couple go as well. So it wasn't a puncture, but it was uh, certainly a tyre failure of some description. So that knocks me back. So from starting, some, you know, hoping to start somewhere near the front, well, in the top third in the last race, was put all the way back again. Um, but thankfully came through to about 13th, I think, in the end. Yeah, you did. So not not, not a bad effort. Um, hopefully overtaken quite a few cars, so that should stand me well for the uh, old overtaking award. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, that's good. good. Yeah, yeah. All, all, all points towards the end of the season. Well, um, I do a few more points on the board at Brands. I've, I've kind of... Well, your season you know, starts at Brands, doesn't it? Yeah, really? that's exactly how we've we've looked at it. You know, we've spent a lot of time with the team since. I've sat with them and we've discussed it. And I think we're going to pretend that Donington didn't quite happen. We'll, yeah. we'll learn. We'll, we'll learn from it any way we can. But ultimately, my season my season starts next week. But the but, but the way the championship works and the way the regs work and and everything to do with that, um, people can have a horrible weekend and very often do have a horrible weekend. And they can still do well in the championship. Oh no, no, absolutely! It, it, it really does. It really does change um, this championship, and that's what it's that's what it's so well known for. I mean, I know from uh, twenty nineteen when I came so close to win the championship. I think I left. I think I left round one without any points at all. So you know, I, wow. I know it can be done. I know it has been done. Yeah. Um, the good thing for me now is that at least for a, at least for a couple of races uh, or rounds because I will be playing catch-up in the points, I should get all of the uh, available hybrid boost in qualifying. Yeah, that's true. It means I can qualify well for a couple of races um, and play catch-up and get some points on the board. And 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 we were just talking to Adam Morgan about the uh, about the buttons and the change on the on the steering wheel. There is a lot to learn going into this year, isn't there? There is. There's a, there's a lot to learn. Um, a lot going on as well in, on, yeah. in the cockpit. A lot to... You know the, the dash display itself is um, uh, lights up like a Christmas tree these yeah, days. Yeah, uh, it's impressive, isn't it? Look, knowing what to look for and when is is important. And yeah, there's a lot more sort of discussion with the team. You know about where we feel is best to use it, how to use it. Yeah. Um, it's it's certainly a new a new dimension to the racing. I don't think it's been quite as maybe it doesn't quite change the racing as much as the weight did. No. Um, no. Well, it's early days, and and you know we've got we've got to see how it how it sort of performs over the next next few races. It was it was just just the first weekend, and and so much that's different. I mean, weight has um, been such a big part of the championship for so many years. Uh, it was mm. uh, it was peculiar to all of a sudden be entering an era where where weight was not not going to be. Uh, the no. the restriction that you got after success. So that that was uh, that was a really weird feeling actually. Mm. No, absolutely, absolutely. And you know, the, the only uh, I think from uh, from the driving side, the, the only thing that is a shame this year is that the the cars are obviously a little bit heavier than that they were. Um, you know, even though we don't have the weight as yeah. as, as balanced anymore yeah. due to the hybrid and everything else, the cars do weigh considerably more. Um, but you can't have your cake and, and eat it. I guess you can't you can't have the hybrid without the extra weight. So <laughs> no, no, <laughs> if we no. Could that, we could that'd be fantastic but um you can't have one without the other so no no that's exactly right and that's what they found out in in the automotive world as well which is the 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 reflection that we're that we've got now in the btcc you know the batteries yeah. um are 
you know, they're weighty. It's uh, it's as it's, it's as simple as that. But uh, certainly gives us something to to uh, find fascinating as the season pans out. How this how this is going to work out. But um, one thing is for sure, uh, the cream always seems to rise back towards the top, doesn't it? Whatever the regulations, it's always the the the, the same characters that that are there or thereabouts. Yeah, absolutely. And that is, I, I, you know, I'm a big believer that is kind of touring cars as well in, 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 a, yeah. in a nutshell. What you seem to change, it's um, over the course of the season, the the right people tend to yeah. be in the mix at the end. Um, and that's when you've got, you've got to take your good days when they come and you, everyone's going to have those the bad days as well. Um, but you've just got to remember that it does balance out. And, and that's how I, how I feel about my weekend. It was a, yes, it was a disaster and one to forget, but maybe that's just my one because everyone will have a everyone has one yeah yeah um, you know it's, it's too the, the racing's too close and too competitive not to so um just got to make sure that was my one now yeah well uh we know that you go rather well in qualifying at uh a brand's hatch so we look forward to a week and a half's time because your season starts then that's the plan. <laughs> Brilliant, Dan. Thank you ever so much for joining us and really, really pleased that you were uh, unscathed after that really nasty moment in the in the Ford Focus. Nothing like welcoming yourself into a new team, is there? <laughs> Goodness me. Um, Dan, thank you ever so much for joining us. Absolutely brilliant. And we'll see you in a week and a half. Cheers. Take care. There we go. Dan Camish, everybody here on Auto Glim, Tin Top Tuesday. I wonder what's coming next.
Talk to Glim Tin Top Tuesday here on a Tuesday evening, uh, celebrating the start of a new championship year in the Quick Fit British Touring Car Championship. Thank you for your emails, everyone. Beth, hello, Beth. Uh, what a fantastic start to the championship. Being a Tingram fan, I was over the moon to see him get the first win with the hybrid. Lots of strong teams and with the hybrid dynamic, this is shaping up to be a thrilling season. Uh, great to have a quick chat with you at Thruxton. I gave Tingram some Galaxy Ripples to fuel up on, uh, but feel willing to find out his teammates' favourite snacks now too. Shout out to Kay, long-time listener, and Julie, who I met up with at Thruxton. Great uh, to keep bumping into fellow fans that you meet over the years. Thank you for all your hard work on and off the circuit, Al. Uh, and thanks, as always, to the Orange Army, I asked very nicely if I could have one of the battered boards at the end of the day, which they kindly gave to me in my excitement of being a bit of a distance from the sign. I didn't realise how big it was. I did manage to squeeze it in the car for the long journey home. I've included the picture below. And there is a Beth with a very long, <laughs> rather damaged, quick fit uh, uh, polystyrene banner from around the circuit. Great to have you listening, Beth. Um, a bit of a Tingram fan. So you got ripples, did you, Tingram? You got oh, ripples. They're just marvellous things, aren't they? <laughs> what would be your preference on a ripple or a flake? Uh, well, I, 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 I can answer this very clearly uh, because one of our listeners uh, brought me at Thruxton a bag uh, that contained a three-pack of ripples and a three pack of flakes. Oh, did you have a did you have a, a, a ripple and a flake off? <laughs> I did. I did not at the same time because that would be that would be piggy. Uh, but uh, on alternate days, yeah, I alternated. Uh, that's, that's never stopped me before. Uh, to be honest, I'd, I'd go at the same time. Would you? I'd do like a yeah, of course, like a blind taste test. Would you? Yeah, you see, uh, the flake is never good because it's messy. Um, so I always worry about mess. You know I worry about this. Uh, you, yes, I'm so, aware of that. So, so the, the the Galaxy Ripple is is always the best, and also the best tasting. I would agree. Yeah, I would totally see, agree. In there's, fact. there's no argument there, is there? Absolutely no, not. No, I, I think it, I think it's a it's a clean cut case. But uh, so many people have been saying to me, "Are you going to be t first of all? Is Tingram going to be coming on the show this year?" Hello, <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> and and secondly. Are you still going to be talking about food because of his amazing svelte new look for 2022? Well, are we 45 seconds in here? Yeah, sorry we've covered about that. we've we've covered both already. Yeah, <laughs> I'm here. Yes, we are talking about food. Don't worry, I'm going nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Now I noticed on social media this evening uh, that you were having a conversation with one of our listeners about uh, midweek roast. I love I I love a midweek roast. Why? Why not? Get to, when is a when is a roast not a good time? No, you're right. Yep, you're right. I think I think it is it is oh, I think it's one of my favorite meals. I would agree. What would be here's your a, favorite a good roast? Oh, it, it would have to be it would have to be oh roast pork obviously because you get crackling. Yeah, I, was, I was I was just going to say because crackling has its own uh, that is its own value and it, it, it that, is the finest that, food of any. I think that could be a, a, a sort of a commodity. <laughs> you could trade in that. But isn't it disappointing? Good crackling, I mean, could is, yeah. is, is great stuff. But isn't it disappointing when the crackling doesn't quite work right and it's just no, like a toothbreaker? Air fryer. Air fryer. Oh, oh right. Fryer. So actually, do you, do, so here's one for you, ladies oh. and gentlemen. The uh, the way to do the crackling we've we've had we've had many a time of, of trial and error on I'm this. I'm ready for this. How do you do yours? 
well, I don't do it. I get other people to do it for me. Wow, you see, you are. Uh, you, this actually goes back to a conversation we had previously. <laughs> I, I remember this, yeah, because you have somebody to come and do your cleaning for you, your shopping for you, and all sorts, don't you? I remember no, I you saying you. I, I remember you saying you're, you're cleaning. I remember you said your shopper didn't turn up with that. <laughs> anyway, um, so we have we have trial and error. The, the the way to do it. Okay. So you get your pork shoulder. Right. Put it in the sink. Right. Call me crazy. Right. Laura and I, Laura discovered this and it is fantastic. Yeah. Get your kettle, boiling water, or if you're posh, use your boiling water tap. Okay. And pour boiling water over the skin. Right. Dry it off. Right. In the oven. Hot for like, I don't know. 10, 15 minutes. Okay, nice. Then, once you're doing that, wrap the meat in uh, tin foil. Right. So it doesn't dry. So it doesn't dry the meat out. You don't want dry meat. The last thing you yeah, want is yeah, dry yeah. meat. Yeah, no, no, that's. And no, then you get no, with with the best crackling you'll have ever have had. Really guaranteed. Yep. Well, I'll pass this on to Dennis and Hazel because my friends Dennis and Hazel are the ones that give me a roast once a week. In fact, it was my. It was my birthday meal with Dennis and Hazel last night. And we had roast pork. We had roast pork. Oh, there you go. Uh, But in fairness, the crackling had worked very well. Mm -hmm. The trouble is... It's the way that is that is the way to uh, crackling is is a wonderful, wonderful thing. So this this will this will this will uh, well there's two things to divide the nation here. Firstly, (laughs) when do you eat your crackling? When? When? Um, what part of the meal? Do you go straight in or do you leave it till the right. end? Right, so, <laughs> very good question. So, at the beginning, the middle, and the end. Oh, okay. That's uh, interesting. So, it's the first bite, and then I would have divided it up into three equal sections so that I've got something to, to look forward to in the middle and at the end as well. Um, uh, but nice. uh, Yeah, you see, but the really important thing about this is it can't be contaminated with any other juices oh, okay. that might be on the plate. So it has to be sort of... Uh, there needs to be something acting as a breakwater, essentially, okay. on the plate. Oh, I'm, to, I'm, to I'm a mixer. It, I like a mix. sterile. Do you really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, doesn't that, oh, yeah. doesn't that make it soggy? No, not oh, with our crackling, because oh, okay. that is you could you, oh, honestly okay. you could you could you could build a pyramid with our crackling. <laughs> so, next oh, one then. Well, so the next one. Go on. So wh- whenever you're whenever you are around the centre of England, you should uh, you should absolutely stop by and we'll, we'll cook your roast at some point. In, in in the middle of England, so the Midlands, something like that. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it's it's what it's more formally known as. <laughs> Uh, hi Al, Northern Steve here. Now, oh, where shall yes, I begin? Northern Steve. Well, where, first, where should you begin? Well, Northern firstly, Steve. a belated happy birthday. Hope you had a great weekend. And second, wow, what an incredible opening weekend as the BTCC returned. Many questions were answered, many were not. I think the big question on most people's lips uh, was how would the new hybrid cars be, along with the new regulations, uh, how would it affect the racing? Well, judging by the three races at Donington, the answer is most definitely yes. Uh, saying that, Donington is a fast-flowing circuit, so I shall reserve judgment until we've had a few of the tighter circuits. The level playing field of having all the cars the same way, it certainly closed things up. And with the new penalty system of reduction of laps that you can use the boosters, uh, a whole new level of tactics to the championship, which is fascinating. I mean, the rules are quite complicated, is, aren't they? 
This is a long email. You can tell he's not melting flakes at the minute. He's no, obviously bored. No, well, he, yeah, this is his final paragraph. Uh, right. I shall continue. My, please uh, do. Uh, blah, 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 blah. I'll, I'll get straight to it. Finally, please thank Tingram for the lovely card and present. Uh, Cadbury Flakes, surprise, surprise. He sent for my wife and myself to celebrate a couple of rather large birthday milestones we reached recently. That was very sweet of you, Tingram. Thank we you. Are, it's, it's not true what they say about me. I'm, I'm actually a nice guy, don't <laughs> Now, speaking of flakes, I eventually proved Tom wrong, but I, th- this relates everyone to last year uh, when, I think t- he did, when okay. <laughs> Tingram made a, a very rash statement early on in the season uh, that you could not melt a flake. Uh, and so um, with a number of uh, highly scientific experiments uh, catalogued with uh, video evidence, um, Northern Steve decided to uh, try... Uh, every, everything apart from a flamethrower, I think, to to yeah, melt a flake. Else, yeah, yeah. But but Northern Steve carries on. Uh, but I like a challenge, so let's see if he can think of a new challenge for me this year. I've got one. Oh, if you haven't, Tingram, I've got one for Northern Steve. What 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 have you got? What have you got for him? So because Northern Steve was uh, called Northern Steve um, uh, because he has a Northern accent, a very broad and- Northern accent. And he's called Steve. And and he's called Steve. Um, But we noticed it in the first video, didn't we? You couldn't couldn't miss it. You couldn't miss it. So so my challenge to Steve over the course of the year would be to end up speaking like a southerner, to learn the dialect of a southerner, and to send us a video, a completed video of essentially an email like we just received from Steve, but spoken in a southerner's accent. Oh, see, that's quite a challenge, okay. isn't it? This well, for for a for a northern man like Steve, for a northern man like Northern would be, Steve, yeah. yeah, he needs sort of uh, training from Tom Chilton or someone, doesn't he? He needs um, how to speak proper, like uh, <laughs> he needs, uh, yeah. I mean, classes, elocution, elocution. That was a, see, that was the word I was trying to search for. Well, I helped you there. We work as a yeah, team, yeah. Tingram. There is there, there clearly. We, we are we are quite the double act. Um, so on. on on that, that I mean that's a that's a great that's a great challenge for him. I think he'll struggle with that, but I think it's a that that'll that'll, that'll keep him going for a while. Will that do? That's pretty. Good. Yeah, I think that's pretty good. Okay, yeah, there you go. Good. That is your mission, Northern Steve, to uh, send in uh, a video. Uh, Become less northern. Uh, <laughs> yeah, not, not a horrible forever. Way. Just to, not, not forever. forever. No, forever. Just for the experiment, just to see Forever, if it can ever? be done, and obviously we will, uh, we will mark your submission. Uh, we might even mark your progress through the year. There we go. Very good. There you go. Uh, Katie says, "What a weekend! Hybrid is looking such fun already." I just wanted uh, to say congratulations uh, to to uh, to Ring on such a good weekend. I think that means Ting. Uh, on yeah, such a good R&T. weekend. Yeah, they're quite close together on a keyboard, <laughs> together. Aren't they? And a great start to the season. I, I, thought, I thought it was going to say, uh, congratulations to Ring for catching the burglar that tried to get into my house. But no. Uh, uh, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I was, even that confused me. I was like, when did I, when did I do that? <laughs> the, the doorbell. Uh, 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 how will... Um, I have two questions, one racing and one fun one. How will having no hybrid affect quali and race one, or uh, will it be a case of wait and see? So this is clearly a question for Tingram, because he is the championship leader. 
Ooh, yes, very good point. Very good point. Uh, so, um, uh, I don't know. <laughs> so that'll be a wait and see then. Yeah. So I think. Yes. Around Donington. Yep. No hybrid to 15 seconds was like three or four tenths. No other yep. amounts. Yeah. So what it's going to be like at Brands, I don't know. But we'll obviously have no hybrid for qualifying. And then we'll have 15 seconds, however many laps. Oh, trying, trying to explain in, in a race scenario is, 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 you know, is tricky, if I'm honest. So for qualifying, I'll have no hybrid. For the races, I'll have some laps without hybrid, but it's a short lap. So then I'll have more. I, I don't know, really. I, I'm, I'm, I don't get it. I don't really understand it. So my, but my, my, I'll have some hybrid for some laps you will. Of, yeah. of race one. Yes. But a, a hugely reduced amount. Yeah. I think, I think I'll have, I think it'll be yeah. like eight or nine laps that I'll probably have it for um, that you can kind of use as, as and when you want to, obviously above the, uh, above the, 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 uh, above the, the, the magic number. You see, I've only got a very small brain. And uh, you and me both on a number of occasions over the the closed season, uh, I was having a a, a cup of coffee with uh, Lord Gow um, and uh, he was explaining it to me. And does he have a fancy coffee uh, or is he just like an Americano? uh, He strikes me as just an Americano guy. No, he's a latte kind of guy. Oh, yeah, I can, yeah, yeah, yeah. We we, we both and we both uh, favor a Starbucks latte. Very nice. Very good. Yeah. yeah. Nice. And we always have a, you know, a fancy. We always have a fancy. Uh, Siri, you know, shut up. Like a, what was that? Was that Siri my, talking? My, my, my watch just pop, so, just suddenly popped up and went, nice. Do you want me to text Alan Gow? <laughs> no, 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 thanks. No, thank you. It is weird, isn't it? How Siri all of a sudden picks something up and says something. She's a bit too nosy for my liking. What voice have you got? Just a female voice. Hey Siri, uh, what time is it? I don't know. I don't know why I asked that. It's twenty-one twenty-one. That's who I've got. No, you've got English voice. See, I um, have selected Irish voice. Um, so mm. uh, Irish female. So whenever I any ask, particular reason? Yeah, yeah, uh, and it's quite interesting actually because wh- whenever I ask, uh, and I've told her this, whenever I ask Siri something, I've told it, her this. <laughs> I've told her this. <laughs> <laughs> I've pointed this out. Um, uh, uh, whenever I ask Siri a question, it's like Louise Turkington is giving me the answer. Ah, it's really cool. Okay. It's like I've got nice. a friend. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I told Louise that I do this. Oh, did you think I meant I've told Siri that I do this? Yeah. That's like the, <laughs> I thought you just kind of walk, walk around your house just talking to Siri. No, I, don't, no I, I speak to Google in that way, but not Siri. So I've also got a Google. I've got a little Google speaker. And if I ask her, she tells me a, uh, a joke, which I quite like. Oh, do you reckon? Uh, Go on, ask Siri to. Tell me a joke. How do you make a bandstand? You take away their chairs. <laughs> what? That's it's good. Rubbish. That is good. It? Yeah. No, they're no better on Google. They're, they're, okay. They're, Very good. They're of the same level. No, I have good. To tell well, you. I suppose if they kind of went into your your jokes, you know, your your sort of <laughs> balloon balloon based jokes uh, would the be great, the, the greatest not only joke would be, in the world ever. It, it's a it's a it's a lengthy joke though. It is a lengthy joke, and it only works when I've got really floppy hair. 
I have to have floppy hair. Because when you're bouncing like the balloon, <laughs> and obviously I am doing that now, um, yeah, the, the hair has to flop. It's comedic value. Um, so uh, so <laughs> we'll talk about the racing in a minute. Um, uh, so Katie continues, because obviously there's a fun question as well. Um, oh okay, yep. uh, and this is really good. I, I, um, I, I once asked a, a similar question to Jason Plato and Matt Neal. Uh, the Autosport Show, similar questions to this. This is the fun one from Katie. If you were going on a road trip, which two current BTCC and two current F1 drivers would you invite? Good question. It's got to be a big car. Five seats in that car. I was was just going to say, firstly, uh, for for space alone, it would not be Matt Neal. (laughs) No. Because you wouldn't wouldn't want to be sat behind him, would you? But you you could have a seven-seater, couldn't you? So you could yeah, go, point. yeah, multi-row, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. That is a that is a fantastic question. Isn't it a good question? Hmm. So uh, <laughs> I think I think row bottom would be good value. He w- he um, would be good value. So I'd, I'd I'd have to go I'd have to go down row bottom just because he's probably good value, uh, and hmm, I'd have to go Ollie Jackson because he would probably come with great snacks <laughs> because Emma would ship him off with some fantastic baked goods. You're right, o- 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 Ollie Ollie can come, um, and he's also he's definitely the dad of the group. He could he would he would make sure that you. I don't know where we'd end up going, but if you were going on 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 the ferry, for instance. He strikes me as a guy that would have everything printed out ahead He'd of time. He'd look after the passports. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So he would be, yeah, no, he would be the organisation. He would yeah. be the dad of the group. Well, he would be if he had Emma with him. We know what he's like without. Mm, true, true. Emma is certainly the brains of that operation. Who would, who would you go with for Formula One? Hmm. Be interesting, wouldn't it? Well, you'd have to go, oh, uh, Danny Ricardo. Yeah, right, okay. Because again, he just seems like quite a good value. Fun guy, yeah, yeah, like a mushroom. <laughs> yeah. Um, hmm. So we need one more. It's a great question. Some, this. Want, so you want somebody who's going to be a good storyteller. So you probably want somebody who's a little bit older and has been there and, and done it. So somebody like Kimi Raikkonen, I don't know if it has to be current or ex, okay. would probably be quite good because you probably get some good stories. So it depends on how long your road trip's going to be. If it's just to go down, to, <laughs> if it's just to go down to Tesco's, then you know you'd, you'd be, probably be a bit boring. But after, if you're in a sort of a nine, ten hour car journey, I bet I bet it'd be quite good value. You want somebody who's a good storyteller. So I'd go Kimi Raikkonen as well. Yeah, he wouldn't want to drive though, would he? He'd definitely want to be in the back yeah, and he would. He would absolutely having, right. Having yeah. a few bevies. Absolutely, I think that's the phrase, but, is it? Having a few you've, bevies. You've got, you've, you've got a mixed, you've got a mixed bag of folk there. Yeah, it, no, it no, either, you, it would either you, go very you, well or very badly. You've done well, so you've got a couple of Daniels, you've got Ricardo, yeah, good point, yeah. Ricardo and Robottom, Kimmy and Ollie. What could possibly go wrong? Nothing could go wrong at that. What could possibly go wrong? Um, <laughs> that's a great question. Um, a, that is a fantastic question, isn't it? Actually. Yeah, well done, Katie. Thank you very much oh, indeed for that. Yeah, now that one. Um, uh, any more uh, questions for Tingram? Of course, if you're listening to the podcast, then we'll get them in on the next edition of Altered Limb Tintop Tuesday. It is studio at tintoptuesday.com is our email address. Tingram, you're leading the championship, mate. Had you predicted that? Yes. Uh, Had I predicted it? Well, no. Right. I I wanted to, obviously. Of course. Yeah. Um, But Hobbs. I think it was. It was a good weekend, obviously, because we've we've. It's a mega weekend. We've come away leading it, but I don't necessarily think that we. 
I don't necessarily think we had the the overall pace to 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 dominate it, if you want to call it that. I right. think it was quite. It was we were almost lucky a little bit with other people's misfortunes. If right. I, and yeah. I, and yeah. I, I never like to. I never like to 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 talk of it that way. But you know, with with uh, Jake and Colin chipping chipping over themselves in race one, that's what enabled me to get to get up to the back of those guys. <laughs> yeah, but you had to avoid. You fantastic. had to avoid all that and make the most of it. It was a yeah. It was, it was a superb it was, moment. I tell you, it was a it, that was great fun. That was really really good <laughs> fun. So it, yeah. so that really helped me in the first race, and then obviously Jake getting thrown out. So Jake wasn't in the mix for race two, and Colin also having his problem on the grid for race two again made made my life a little bit easier. But you know there were people in the mix this weekend or this weekend the the at the Donington Park weekend that you would maybe would have expected. You know I would have expected Josh Cook to be up there a little yeah, bit more. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Um, uh, Dan had his dramas in qualifying on, on, on Saturday as well. Dan would have been in the mix. So, mm-hmm. you know, there was probably quite a lot of people in, in that weekend that you would have expected to have had a slightly better weekend than they that they maybe did. So maybe our true pace isn't exactly where it is in terms of the, the mega results that we got. But I'm not going to take anything away from us because I think we did we did a mega, mega, mega job. And I, I, you know what? I came away from the weekend feeling really, really pleased. And you know what? I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, I think it, yeah. The yeah. results help, obviously. Yeah. yeah. But I just look without the weight, it becomes just more enjoyable because instead of going into a race going, right, we've got seventy-five kilos to bolt into the passenger seat, going, where are we going to finish? Well, if we can stay inside the top twelve, that will be a result. Whereas now you can still fight, you can still battle, you can still race with the with the little bit of hybrid deployment that you can use, it comes back into your hands. It comes back to being a little bit more driver controlled. So instead of having, or instead of admitting defeat and going, just come past, because there's no point in me even trying to battle this, you can still have a battle. You can still race. And I think what we'll actually notice as the year goes through is the cars are going to get faster and faster and faster because we're all driving the same car from free practice one to race three. Yeah give or take a couple of bits and pieces yeah, obviously yeah, yeah. but we're, we're developing cars over the course of a race weekend mm. now so by the time we're getting to each weekend the car's going to get faster and faster and faster and it's you know and from a driver's point of view we're all driving the same car from an engineer's point of view they're setting the same car up mm. from you know from a driver development point of view everyone's got the same so i, I think it's going to be fascinating how it, that it, unfolds it, for the rest of the season so interesting isn't it yeah it, it really is and you're right um uh, about the misfortunes of uh other drivers over the course of the weekend but you've got to be there you've got to be there to pick up the pieces haven't you so you've you've, of course you have you've got to buy a ticket of course absolutely right and and (laughs) i think we 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 did it we did a great job all weekend you know we had we had our own problems on on you know on saturday with trying to get the car um sorted for race day and you know there's there's always bits and pieces that you're battling against but i think as a team collectively we we worked really really well and and it and it and we came out we came out fighting for that first qualifying session of the year we were we were there or thereabouts but what's been amazing is how close it's been you mm. think qualifying all four of us were covered by what was it six thousandths of a second or something daft like that and you think within that you've got um a saloon a hatchback a fastback as we've got. Yeah, that's true. Front wheel drive, rear wheel drive, three different engine manufacturers. It, and to be six thousandths of a second apart, <laughs> it's pretty incredible. Just isn't blows it? your brain, doesn't it? Is, it's absolutely fantastic. It's pretty amazing. Uh, there was a wonderful picture that I saw on the social media of you, um, uh, the, which actually caught the 
cork coming out of your champagne bottle. Oh, my God. Uh, what was that all about? Uh, and it, it, it reminded me of when I was a kid. Um, you know, every week, religiously, my mum used to play spot the ball. So you used to have to, you used to <laughs> so, so so they used to take a footballing picture and get rid of the ball from the picture and you had to put an X where you thought the ball was. And, <laughs> and I, I had a That's finish, fantastic. Yeah, spot the court competition could be uh, yeah. it could bring it all back. I, I looked uh, on the internet to see if they still play spot the ball, but no, it's died. Do, on the front. do they? No, it's probably a very similar sort of thing to to, to Skype, isn't it? It just kind of goes with the goes away with the times, I guess, <laughs> yeah. Alan. You yeah. see, I'm afraid you know, your Skype. All your Skype problems. I think it's because no one's on Windows ninety eight anymore. I think that's what I think, I think that's what it is. Um, MSN mess. You know, MSN Messenger isn't a thing either. It is, isn't no, it? Not. Is it no. not? Um, oh. So the the I mean the cork game that could be that's great, isn't it? Spot the cork. You know, yeah. Let's start and do that. <laughs> do you remember? Remember when we did our ice cream challenge? We did our we did our <laughs> chocolate bar challenge. Yeah. Why don't we start doing that? Why don't we start getting that? So why don't we start getting photos sent in from the podium? <laughs> from the podium, it doesn't have to be of me, obviously. It could be of any of everyone. We need the and between the, the two of us, of course. Between the two of us, we will play. <laughs> Spot the cork. Spot the cork. And, and yes. uh, yeah, I can. Can uh, you get get a theme tune done? And I can produce a jingle. That's not a problem. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. But obviously, we need it. We need somebody who's good at photoshopping to, to get rid of the cork, to, and then to, we can guess where the cork yeah. is and go from there. Spot the cork competition. See? Spot the cork. Brilliant, isn't it? Excellent. We've nailed this. <laughs> we have. So, the champagne this year is terrible. I don't know what's oh, happened. No, is it? It's, it's either oh, been in. It's either been in storage for six years or something, but it is it's it's effectively just water now. There's no there's no fizz to it. Did it did it not fizz in the way that you wished? I had no fizz. Did you not? I had all the enthusiasm to fizz, but then when it came to it I had right. no fizz, Alan. Mm, no, I know that feeling. No. All I right. did everything I needed to, I shook it. Yeah. I twisted it. Yeah. And then Nothing. When it when it went to pop, no fizz. No. I think you just got a rogue bottle. Possibly. Yeah, no, you just got... I'm sure you just got a rogue. Let's go with that. Um, I, I I saw the, the look of disappointment on your face. and uh, I, I'll, It happens all the time. I'll, I'll, I'll endeavour to make sure that we pre-test your bottles in future. Um, if... Uh, I mean, I hate to be presumptuous and assume that mm. I'm going to be on the podium again, because I never like to assume. I no, never no, like to no. presume that you're going to have, be on the podium again. Maybe that was my last one. But moving forwards, <laughs> Mr. Gow, if you're listening... Come on, mate. A bit more fizz. A bit more, more fizz. fizz. A bit more, more fizz in your bottle. Fizz. Yeah. Absolutely. No, I know, Absolutely. No, I, know, I know what you mean. I was going to tell you a lovely story. We're out of time. I was going to tell you a lovely story that happened over the weekend about an autobiography. Um, uh, by the way, Tingram, uh, if, I, if I had my time all over again, okay, if I had my time all over again, <laughs> I would be making notes through my career. I'd be making little notes. Because one day you're going to want to write a book and you're going to have forgotten all the little details. So you should be making notes. I should be. I mm. should be. Okay. I'll, I'll, make, I'll, make note of, I'll make note of that note that I've got to make. And, and there's a reason why I mentioned that. We'll talk autobiographies next time we meet. Okay. Okay. Is okay. That, right? that sounds like a plan. Yeah. Why not? It sounds like a plan to me. Actually, I'm going to tell the story now because it was such a cool story and I'll forget to Come tell on. you. Come so on. I was working at Unless you make a note. Unless you make a note 
of the note that you've got and to I'll make throw a note, the note away and it, it just point, yeah. I, but this is such a lovely story so come on now, let's I, hear it. I was working at brands at the weekend at the um gt world uh challenge uh, did you meet him uh, yes <laughs> is he a nice guy on a number of occasions and and sp- uh, spoke to valentino rossi yeah he's a he's a smashing bloke it's, it's not not the not the first time that i've interviewed him and he's always absolutely lovely Excellent. that is nice to he's, hear he's mega bloke um th- there is reason why the whole world seemed to love valentino rossi and it's because he's mega um but the, the lovely story so i had to wear a race suit in the pit lane over the course of the weekend and I previously had a branded set of overalls, which I wasn't allowed to wear last weekend. So I had to go and get a set of overalls, I had to go and buy a set of overalls before the weekend. Um, and there was a shop at Brands Hatch down Colin Chapman Way that does brilliant model cars and pictures, paintings um, and race suits and all that kind of stuff called Alex Reed, Alex Reed mm-hmm. Motorsport. It's down Colin Chapman Way. Alex Reed. I think I assume this is an ad because I guess he, he, he's done this for you at a, at a very no, good price. No, so I'll no, tell you what I'll do. I'll mention this to no, you. On <laughs> it's better than that. It's better than that. So, so thirty years ago, I was Alex Reed's DJ at his wedding. That's right. <laughs> through 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 no connection to motorsport at all. He just no booked way. a local DJ, and I was his his uh, his DJ. Yeah, thirty um, odd years ago. And uh, so I rang Alex and I said, uh, have you got a, a size, uh, I don't know what size that is, 40, 38, 40, something like that, um, in stock. He said, I've got loads in stock, just come in and, and try them on. So I went in there uh, on the Friday afternoon and already there were uh, Rossi fans all over the place hoping to uh, catch a glimpse of, of Valet. And, um, and uh, Alex and I in the shop were talking about it about the fact that Valentino was at Brands, never been there before, never driven the Grand Prix circuit before. Um, uh, it was a big thing. And uh, Alex then said, he said, I used to have a little shop in um, in Carnaby Street. And uh, Valentino, before he was famous, 20-odd years ago, um, used to come in the shop because he had a flat sort of nearby. And, um, and uh, Valentino... Um, loves rallying and one of his friends at the time was Richard Burns uh, who went on to be uh, for those that don't know went on to be a world rally championship and then uh, very sadly uh, passed away at a very young age which was uh, incredibly sad Um, however Richard uh, wrote an autobiography and uh, he he, uh, came into Alex's shop to do a, a book signing and <laughs> this is so lovely um, because he knew that Valentino used to come in the shop on a regular basis. He said, I'll sign one of these for Valet. Could you give it to him, please? And it, next time he comes in the shop. So he signed this book. Uh, Richard then, in the following years, passed away. Valentino got world famous and moved no. away from the area and never came in the shop. No. And Alex said, so I've got this book here that I'd like no. to give to Valentino this weekend. And he's had it for 20 years and he kept no. it in the cellophane. He's kept it. He opened it up for me. It was like Richard signed it yesterday. It was like Richard signed the book yesterday. Such a beautiful story. So so I took a run up when I was doing an interview and I told Valentino the story. And he's, his eyes lit up and I put Alex and Valentino together 
to finally, after 20 years, pass on this book. What? It's cool stories. That is beautiful. That's it, actually given me tears in my eyes. Isn't it amazing? And it's, give, and it's given me goosebumps. That is beautiful. Isn't it amazing? Isn't it an amazing story? And, and, um, and uh, literally, if you open up the front cover of the book and there's this message, um, a personal message to, to Valet and, uh, and, and sign Richard. Uh, it's just like, it's like Richard had signed it yesterday. Oh, it's just uh, a, a, absolutely amazing. So I'm glad I told the story. It's a that cool is story, beautiful. isn't it? That there you is go. a lovely, lovely story. Thank you, Tingus. That was very stuff. indulgent of me, but it, I, I just thought it was an amazing <laughs> Not story. Not at all. Absolutely Not amazing. Not at all. I think that's very nice to hear indeed. That's a good story. That's a good feel-good story. Isn't that, it isn't just? It? Isn't it Absolutely. just? And, 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 and the way that Alex has kept it pristine all of this time. Fair play. Just for, that's a, just that's for the a moment. more time to wait. Yeah, it's lovely, isn't it? There we go. <laughs> uh, Tingus, thank you ever so much, as ever, mate. And um, and um, uh, well done on Donington Park. A brilliant start Thank you very season. much. Thank you very much. And uh, I must say, uh, happy Star Wars Day for tomorrow. Oh, yeah, it's May the 4th. Happy Star Wars Day for tomorrow. Got anything <laughs> planned? Uh, Midweek roast? Uh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm getting the smart car uh, serviced and MOT tomorrow. That's what Very I good. to well, look forward to, isn't it? There you go. That's how I celebrate. May the 4th <laughs> Smart Car MOT service be with you. Enjoy. <laughs> thank you, Tingers, <laughs> as ever. Uh, thank you very much indeed. I'll see you in a week and a half. Beautiful stuff. Thanks, guys. There see you later, mate. Uh, Tingers, everybody, Tom Ingram, leading the Quick Fit British Touring Car Championship.
just as one race he won't win life's no cause life's no cruise with the cool chick too many folks feeling car sick but it never pulls in Percy's thoughts pretty streamers guess this world needs its dreamers may they never wake up alright look at us now hurt more, much more than cars and girls. Just look at us now. Start counting. What adds up the way it did when we were young. Just look at us now. Some things hurt more, much more than cars and girls. Just look at us now. Some things hurt more, much more than cars and girls. Look at us now. Start counting. What adds up the way it did when we were young Look at us now Some things hurt more, much more than cars and girls Fab Sprouse on Autoglim Tintop Tuesday, and of course, they're absolutely wrong on that. Uh, we welcome back another driver, uh, not only Dan Camish, but also the return of Bobby Thompson to the BTCC after a few years away from the championship. Uh, absolutely delighted to have you back in the championship, Bobby, and what an opening weekend! Thank you, thank you very much, firstly, for uh, having me on, Alan. Um, oh, you're more I think than welcome. I've been on one- I think I've been on once before, but I can't quite remember. Um, but yeah, firstly, um, you know, thank you for having me on. But uh, yeah, first weekend back in the uh, BTCC after nearly two years. I bet you didn't uh, expect a it, weekend as good as that, did you? I know. It was all right, wasn't it? It was all right. I was smiling all weekend. I know that. I, I enjoyed every minute of it. Um, yeah, I know. You know, I, we, you never know when you come back. It was a big unknown. It was a brand mm. new car, yep. you know, back of a team I've been with before. But, you know, there's all new guys there. The only thing that you know, I've said before, the only thing that was is the same is the team owner yep. and the team name. You know, it's yep. all new guys on the car, yeah. uh, new engine provider, and obviously the new hybrid that we're all talking about. So it was a big question mark, and it seems to be paying off. So you got a twelfth, a seventh, yep. and a tenth as well, and all of the, yeah. all, all of that adds up to mean that uh, after the opening meeting of the year, uh, you are uh, lying in the championship tenth. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, That's not bad, that, is it? That, it's absolutely, absolutely <laughs> superb. It is. Um, yeah. What What was the key? Did everything just feel right? Yeah, it does. You know, the the, the guys um, back at Team Hard are really keen and and uh, are wanting more and more. Um, I'm really keen and wanting more, and it all just seems to 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 work out quite well. I mean, we was behind in testing. Um, so again, another question mark. But uh, we come into the the first first weekend aiming for for a top twenty in quali, which we didn't quite get. Um, but you know, we still didn't give up and, and managed to chip our way forward on Sunday. I think we should uh, talk about um, uh, the reason why you were away, uh, because you uh, you know we all saw it. You had a big accident, and um, and the road to recovery was a, a cautious road to recovery to return to racing, wasn't it? 
Yeah, it was up and down. It's a lot. It's taught me a lot about you know brain injuries and all that sort of stuff that go with it that I didn't have a clue about before. Mm. Um, which, as a driver, you don't want to know much about sometimes. Of you don't, try, no. try not to think about it. But no. uh, yeah, I went through all the ups and downs of that. Um, was able to when I when I eventually could start driving on the road again. Was able to to get back to a circuit and, and do a bit of coaching, do a little bit of driving um, with with some other drivers I work with. So yeah, it was a slowly a way of getting my back it, uh, myself back into the sport. I also was able to race in the mini challenge for a couple of rounds last year. It was a way of easing yourself fun. back into it, wasn't it? That's it. Yeah, and even even then though, we you know we was pushing to get to a seat back in the touring car, but. Uh, it's difficult, you know. Mm. You know, even back then, it was just uh, still a bit of fun. And if, if we managed to get back in the BTCC, you know, so be it. But uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. Those those guys there, they, they race hard. As well. <laughs> they do, they <laughs> do rather, don't they? Yeah. yeah, no prisoners there at all. It's it's, it's a rather good for for that reason. It it, it is a, a very very good stepping stone into the BTCC, isn't it? Yeah, it's perfect. That's what it's made for. The cards are very similar. Um, you know, the best way to describe it is a baby touring car. Um, mm. They're very, very similar. Um, so yeah, and the, you know, all the young lads there are uh, keen to to shine. So these teams in touring car can see them and see what they do. So as as far as the return is is concerned, Bob, was that always the plan? Uh, how how long has the BTCC been the focus of where you want to be? How many years? Forever since I started in karting, you know, I never wanted to go to F1. Uh, I, I wouldn't turn it down. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, the money's but, uh, nice, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But uh, I don't think you know it was never good, never on my radar. It was always BTCC, like most drivers, you know, up and down the grid. Um, so you know, when I got the chance to, to to do my first three years or so, you know, I was pushing as hard as we could. It's such a difficult series, even just to get on the grid. Um, so when uh, we had that unfortunate incident, um, you know, I thought, hey, it's not going to come back round again. So I was looking at other series, maybe endurance racing and uh, bits and bobs like that, which I'm still, you know, available to do and, and looks like I'll be doing throughout, you know, the next couple of years or so. But there's still unfinished business with the BTCC, especially yeah. how we left the first time round and we nearly won the Jack Sears. And it was just all so... So close, but, yeah, uh, so so yeah close. it was best to come back again and, and give it another shot. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm absolutely right. Were, were you surprised at the at the end of the weekend when all the points were sort of tallied up as as as, as far as uh, that was concerned, the Jack Sears Trophy, um, to be called into Park Fairway and come on, Bob, you're on the podium in a minute. Yeah, it's, it's you know what George drove a great weekend, didn't he? He was up there all he weekend. Did, yeah. He was, uh, yeah. You know, he's going to be a difficult one to beat this year. And uh, especially, you know, that, that those BMWs are looking hot this year, aren't mm, they? So, really uh, hot, yeah. um, you know, when I got the call over the radio and we in lap, you know, it just made the weekend even better. We was happy with where we were at there. That that was a great baseline for us, you know. A couple of top tens uh, in the points every race. It's just a perfect baseline for us to now move on to the next few rounds and know whereabouts we should be. Mm. Um, and you know, if we're, if we're going quicker than that, we're having a great weekend. If we're any further back than that, we know we've got a lot of work to do. So, uh, yeah, absolutely over the moon. Mm. And like I said at the start, it gives the boys back at you know Team Hard uh, HQ 
uh, loads of enthusiasm to keep going and doing it again and again. Well, it's an important round that's coming up, isn't it? Um, so it'd be rather nice to to replicate that and have another good weekend at your your local circuit. It's really not very far away from you, is it, Brands? No, not at all. In fact, I'm there tomorrow. So. Oh, are you? Uh, yeah. You're, you're quite busy secrets, with dr- so. driver coaching, aren't you? Yeah, don't stop. Don't stop. Yeah, it well. is, uh, it's full on, which is good, not complaining. Um, but, uh, yeah, every single day. And it, it does help, you know, you're at these circuits a lot and, you know, get very familiar with the... You know how it all works, That's and, true. and and, and uh, especially with wet weather stuff, it helps a lot. Mm. But uh, yeah, Brands for us is home circuit for me, home circuit for the team. So um, our hospitality is going to be absolutely packed out. <laughs> we absolutely will be. I was reading something online actually uh, over the last couple of weeks of people saying what an amazing VIP experience it is with with the team for a for a touring car weekend. They they were made. I, I think the phrase that they used that they were made to feel very much part of the team yeah that's what it's all about isn't it these guys you know 90 percent of the guys in those hospitality suites uh, they're paying for us to do all this you know it it, mm. it doesn't come cheap it doesn't come easy so those are the guys that do all the hard work to uh, help us go racing every weekend and um you know as a driver you don't get to see much of the hospitality no, we no. just come in after race too but it, it looks absolutely <laughs> fabulous and they have so much cake it's unreal <laughs> uh, and it's just when you need it before race three when you're knackered and you, you fancy a bit of cake a bit of a pick-me-up yeah but, uh, you need that little sugar rush don't allowed, you mate. yeah, yeah I <laughs> Uh, well, you will also notice, I don't know if you've been to, to, to Brands over the last few days, but obviously um, a few few of our guests tonight have mentioned it. Uh, there's been a bit of resurfacing that's uh, that's uh, gone on, and uh, I, I walked a part of the track at the weekend, and uh, a, a very nice resurfacing job it looks to be, um, thinking that it might make things a bit quicker. Yeah, definitely. I was there the other week just before the GT, mm. uh, last Wednesday, I think it was, yeah. and... Uh, I was coaching a young lad in a radical, and uh, yeah, he found at least a second or so. so oh, really? Is, that much quicker? Yeah, yeah. We was on the GP circuit, so uh, yeah, it's, it's a fair amount. Um, it's also eliminated some of the bumps away yes, that, that yeah. were well known at Browns. Yes, I think they're still going to be there, but they're dumbed down quite a lot. So uh, it's going to be interesting. Um, yeah, it looks cool, doesn't it? And I mean, oh, it looks we'll amazing. have to we'll find out together. It, it was uh, at the start. I was trying to see if I could find anything else out that no one else would be able to <laughs> see whilst I was there, but it looks like everyone knows now. Uh, I think I think everyone knows, <laughs> and, and you'll you'll all have a couple of laps at the start of uh, the start of free practice one in a week and a half's time, and you go, all oh, right, okay, yeah, oh, oh, yeah, okay, and then everyone's on the same same playing field, aren't they? Yeah, exactly. You don't have much time to really figure stuff out. You know, touring car on that Saturday. Your quali's in the afternoon, so you've got those two FP1 sessions. And yep. it's, you, there's so much to learn, so much to be found out, and, and, and so much to carry over from the round before that, uh, you know, you'd dream for another FP3. <laughs> <to> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you'd be testing all the time if you were allowed. That's, <clears throat> that's why we don't allow it. <laughs> exactly, yeah, exactly. <clears throat> well, absolutely brilliantly done, Bob. Uh, it was a, a, a super return to the championship. And if, if you were to write scripts... I think that would have been the script, wouldn't it? Finishing up on yeah. the podium. 
Yeah, yeah, perfect weekend. I'd like to second what Tingram said about that um, champagne, though. Oh, that needs some work. <laughs> uh, 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 apparently, apparently. Uh, so I've I've had a um, a message that's come in from uh, Podium Lucy, who looks after the podium. Um, yeah. Uh, she also sent in uh, a, a potential image of the week uh, where Dan Mayo and I put her in a cardboard box. Um, uh, but she said uh, I've I, I fixed the podium champagne. So, so hopefully so, I get a chance to get back up there and do it. Yeah, well, I would have thought so. You're going to be uh, battling away with George and uh, a few others, I think, for the Jack Sears Trophy over the course of this weekend. It's early days. We've only had one meeting. Yes, mate. It's not going to be easy, is it? It's no. going to be a tight one at the top. And, uh, you know, it's um, the boys are working hard. I'm working hard, trying to get fitter and fitter before every round we go into. And, uh yeah, really try and uh, see if we can take that Jack Sears away. Do you have to, just final question, do you, do you have to sort of ease off your work as you're getting towards a, a, a race weekend? Because if you're darting around all over the country, I'm, I know because I dart around all over the country as well, it's pretty tiring. Uh, you don't really yeah. want to go into a touring car weekend tired, do you? Yeah, this is one thing I'm changing this time round from from the the first time round. Is uh, I, I never used to. I used to be away all week, hotel to hotel. You can't do it. Uh, and you know, you get to your own re- race weekend, and you've been thinking about everyone else's racing, and you get you know Saturday morning, you got to switch your brain over to you yourself. Can't think, so, yeah, you can't think about your own. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So now I just sort of give myself a bit more time, maybe yep. uh, an easier Thursday and Friday. Yes. Um, you know, you can pick and choose. Yeah, uh, which one you need? So uh, yeah, yeah, I have I have changed that for this time around. Good. It seems to be working. Good. Yeah, I I try to do that as well. Try to ease things off on a Thursday before a weekend. So Thursday yeah. is maybe a day in the office catching up with admin stuff, and then Friday yeah. travel up to the circuit because uh, yeah, they're tiring weekends, <laughs> and I'm not driving yeah. a car. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you get, how long's your car out of action tomorrow? So, so, uh, so it'll be all morning tomorrow, and I, I've oh, got, I've got, go. I've got my laptop sorted out, so I'll sit and wait uh, and, and yeah. catch up with emails, and yeah, it's, it's the same for all of us. Eh? Use every minute that you've got to 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 fill in, do everything that you need to do. Yeah, exactly, mate. Exactly. Hey, Bob, well done. Great to have you back in the championship. Thank you for coming on tonight, and uh, and well done for Donington. Lovely. Thank you very much for having me on. There we go. Bobby Thompson, everybody. And uh, here we go. This is nice to say, isn't it? Leading the Jack Sears trophy element of the Quick Fit British Touring Car Championship.
I agree with Bex and Reg. A great song. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, Dave Santos, you see, a- an episode of Auto Glim Tin Top Tuesday would not be an episode of Auto Glim Tin Top Tuesday were it not for a, an email uh, resume of the weekend from Dave Santos. Uh, good evening, Mr. Hyde. Northern Jeff here. The 2022 motorsport season is finally here. This off-season seems to get longer and longer every year. But we've arrived in a new hybrid era for the BTCC. Still think there's uh, a few teething problems, but they should get ironed out in no time. So many things to talk about. Tingram with a great victory to start things off. Flash driving a good one for race two. And Jake now has a car he can win a championship with. Look good all weekend. The Sicily team uh, look good. They mean business. Strong start from Adam with two sixth places and a fourth. And George Gamble already getting his first podium. Welcome to the BTCC. Uh, Bobby looked good in the Cupra. I think I've ticked all of your boxes today, Dave. Uh, securing the Jack Sears for the weekend. And after only being able to drive his car for the first time ever at Donington, Rick Parfit finishing two of the three races should feel almost like a win. He'll get better as the year continues. And how could you not mention Jess Hawkins? securing an historic touring car victory at Alton Park in TCR. Yeah, well done, Jess. Fantastic. Friend of the show, Jess Hawkins, holding off a charging uh, Max Harden, deserving her win. So the BTCC is back, TTT is back, and once again, all is well with the world. Thank you, Dave. Uh, great to have your uh, uh, email as ever. We've got loads of images of the week as well. Dave has sent one in. Uh, <laughs> very good. Uh, Rick Parfit on, um, uh, on uh, Dave's other half, Joe's mobility scooter. <laughs> very good. Um, and uh, Jack Wallace, thank you very much indeed for your picture. A great picture of uh, Jade Edwards in the Rich Energy. I really love the uh, colour scheme on the BTC Hondas this year. Rich Energy BTC racing car of uh, Jade Edwards, Jake Hill. Uh, a nice. These are good shots. Rory Butcher. And also a little bit of Scott Stringfellow in the safety car as well. And Lisa says, can I just say it was good to see you at Donington and have that long overdue hug? Yeah, we can hug again. 
How nice is that? Thank you so much, as always, for your circuit commentary and for the new season of Autoglim Tintop Tuesday. I'm looking forward to the rest of the season and I'll suggest you definitely need George Gamble on the show and also the legend Rick Parfit. We'll sort it, don't you worry. Look after yourself and see you soon. Love from Lisa. Thank you and thank you to everyone uh, for <laughs> making two hours fly by uh, once again. Uh, a big thank you to our guests, to Adam Morgan, to Dan Camish, to Tingram, of course, Tom Ingram and to Bobby Thompson as well and to all of you for listening so if you're listening to the podcast you can still email studio at tintoptuesday.com studio at tintoptuesday.com you can keep the conversation going on twitter as well with the hashtag tintoptuesday sarah dart says so if you like crackling do you like pork scratchings i'm not sure i do sarah i don't know i'm not sure i've had a pork have i they're in packets, aren't they? But they're cold. I think part of the thrill of the of the crackling is that it's a bit... Can you warm a pork scratching? I don't know. These questions and more will be answered as the season unfolds. Season 15 of Auto Glim Tintop Tuesday. Thank you so much uh, for your company this evening. Thank you so, many, so much for your many, many emails. Uh, stay safe and we'll see you after Brands Hatch. Like 
As far as we come